1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our business. Well, I- I'm self-doubt, and I don't think so. Come on. With
0: LegalZoom, it's just a few steps.
1: Fine. I'm in. LegalZoom. Now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney. Welcome to Savvy Business. Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential.
0: Hi, Eric Soropian. Welcome to Savvy Business, a Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you?
2: I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful to have you here today. You're from this is my south bay agency it's an agency that helps people really build out their search engine engine optimization or otherwise known as ceo SEO, excuse me, SEO. (laughs) And uh, a lot of people are like, what the heck is that? Is she speaking Chinese here? What the heck is SEO? You're going to share that and and how you help people optimize their website and really get out there into the internet world and really get noticed because there's probably trillions of websites in the world. And how do you get noticed and get heard and seen? You're going to help people with that. But before we go there, just share how did you get into this whole arena?
2: Well, uh, I was a small business owner myself. Mm-hmm. And when the economy slowed down in 2006, 7, 8, during the mm-hmm. Great Recession, mm-hmm. um, I needed to figure out a way to promote myself and my business. And so while working full-time on my business, I started to go back to school and educate myself on marketing. And I really took to this thing called search engine optimization mm-hmm. and uh, the, this up-and-coming thing called digital marketing. And so uh, uh, once I... Uh, I really took to it Mm -hmm. and I started to do friends and family uh, just to kind of practice on them along with my (laughs) business which picked up because of the practices that I was doing Mm -hmm. and then at some point I started to uh, you know charge people to consult or to do their uh, you know SEO campaigns for their websites and then I realized I can monetize this and so in time I uh, uh, transitioned over to and opened up my own agency called This Is My South Bay. I live in the South Bay part of Los Angeles, which there's about 25 million people that live in L.A. Mm -hmm. In the South Bay region, there's about a million. So we show, uh, you know, this is a case study on if you have a small business Mm -hmm. or a mid-sized business and you're going after local uh, SEO campaigns, we show how you can do this on on a local level where you don't have to have millions of followers on social media. You don't have to have, you know, the keywords need to be geo-targeted versus, you know, uh, going after keywords that have a lot of search volume, but do no good for your business itself.
0: Boom, this is awesome. Uh, you know, it's it's so great that you went there. As I've talked to people and say I say, what is your target market? Who are you trying to reach? I am like, well, you know, I reach this market. Let's say it's women at 20 years old who are, you know just coming out of college or whatever whatever and i was like great and they said but i don't feel like that market is so big maybe i should broaden it i'm like well what do you what are you doing and what is your service but what i find interesting is people get worried they want to make their net bigger and bigger and bigger and that's not necessarily necessary one guy was um selling something for people with epilepsy and he said but that's only one percent of the population in the us i'm like that's Thousands or millions of people still. We have 350 million people in this country. So, you know, it doesn't need to be big. Uh, Share a little bit about that, about narrowing it down, reaching a more local market. And because people are worried, I need to make it really, really big net. And that's not necessarily true.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you can drill down in different ways. You can drill down uh, geographically. Like if you own a restaurant, it's not like someone is going to travel from 10,000 miles away or from 500 miles away to your restaurant on a regular basis anyway. Maybe yeah. they'll come once. But so you want to make sure that you geo target. It could be that you, you uh, uh, do a niche marketing where you're, you're just targeting, let's say, I don't know, runners. Mm-hmm. And they could be worldwide, but you're just going after runners or you're just going after marathon runners or you're going after uh, accountants. Whatever the case may be, whatever category you're going after, you can create an online community around that. You can grow your social media around it. You can grow your incoming links around it. Uh, Everything could be where you're locking in on it. The best example that I always give is uh, my small business was a uh, a jewelry design company Mm -hmm. back in the day. And so uh, uh, when we started to do our SEO campaign, and we uh, built out a website, we went after the keyword jewelry, or we went after the, you know, uh, keyword gold. And so what happens is it's it's almost impossible to rank for those keywords, given that there's the giants of industry that are, you know, they've been there much longer. It's not like you're going to compete with Tiffany's or Cartier or, you know, those companies. It's difficult to to compete with those mm-hmm. and so on the off chance that we got traffic coming in from the keyword jewelry mm-hmm. are you selling your jewelry are you buying your jewelry are you repairing it are you looking for an appraisal are you looking for watches pearls color stones like there's so many subcategories that we wouldn't convert anyway even if we if if we got ranked for that keyword mm-hmm. so what we eventually found success in was let's say ladies oval diamond halo engagement ring would be a keyword. It might get 200 searches a a month coming through, but if we had a landing page for that keyword and we optimized for that keyword, a bulk of that 200 would come to see our products that we offer around that uh, keyword Uh and there would be a higher conversion rate. So let's say jewelry, I'm not sure lately what it's getting, but let's say it's getting 50 million searches a month. The other one with the halo engagement ring uh, maybe would get 200 searches a month. Mm-hmm. But we would get a percentage of those 200 that would convert or conversion, meaning they would call or fill out a form or email asking questions. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's kind of what we do with our clients is figure out where is that sweet spot? Like, what are you offering exactly? Because if you, let's say, if you're a real estate agent mm-hmm. and you go after the w- keyword real estate agent or real estate, you know, is it a commercial real estate or an agent or your broker? Mm-hmm. You know, are, what, what are you? And so we want to get to the second level and the third level keywords where most people don't look at those keywords anyway, unless you're dealing with an agency like us that's going after that, that uh, uh, low-lying fruit that's just sitting there.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point, because you can put in the 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 big words that you think of like real estate, but like how many real estate offices or companies around the United States and the world, you will you'll get mixed and buried at the bottom of that because people will go with they know best. But if they're looking for something specific like uh, apartments that only take dogs at this time of the year in this place in this state. Uh, your, your real estate agency will be in Houston or whatever. And then you put it there narrowly, bringing people straight. There. It makes so much sense. Now, some people will be like, I still don't know how to do this in my website. Yes, they could hire you, but is there anything they can do to optimize today their website, their posts?
2: Sure. So, um, uh, let's say for example, the, the top couple of things that we always touch on is first of all, you want to make sure that your website is "quote unquote" optimizable, meaning uh, Google Google's main objective is to deliver the best possible user experience. They're not worried about as as much about the advertiser. They figure the advertisers will follow where the search volume is, and mm-hmm. you know where. As long as they have the bulk of the searches going through their search engine, they're not worried about advertisers. Yeah. So as, as, a, as, a, as a marketer, if we understand that, then we can reverse engineer that. So for example, if you uh, go to a website and it takes 10 seconds to load the page, that is not a good user experience. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is, let's say we Google restaurant, and then from Google, we go to the website uh, uh, and it takes 10 seconds to load the website and we get frustrated and we leave. Now, for us as the user, what happens is we don't remember the website that we went to. We remember that Google sent us to this website and we're upset with Google. (laughs) We we remember Google. We don't remember, you know, uh, the the name of the restaurant or the website. Mm. So Google is cognizant of this and it's making sure that that we're getting the best possible user experience. So load time, make sure that the website loads quickly. Make sure you don't have broken links on your website make sure that you don't have pop-ups that come up on your website when someone lands and all these pages pop up, maybe a lot light box is good. Like once Yeah. But to have on every page pop-up after pop-up coming up several pop-ups on yeah. a page, you know, sometimes you click on, let's say, abc.com and you go to xyz.com. That's not a good, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we weren't expecting that and we're surprised. Um, sometimes you go to a website and you go through the user journey where you click uh, as you get, down towards the end of the funnel and you want to purchase something, Mm -hmm. but then you think, okay, let me go back a page and you go back and the page is expired. Ah. You know, things like that, where you want to make sure that, um, you know, the user, as a user, we're having a good experience and make sure that when you you tag your pages correctly, because a lot of times with e-commerce sites, they put the stock number of the item, for example, Mm -hmm. and Google doesn't know that that's, let's say a a denim men's jacket, Mm -hmm. It just knows, you know, uh, four, five, six, X, Y, Z, two, one, four, you know, like that's a stock Mm -hmm. number, let's say of the item and Google doesn't know what that is. So be sure to explain everything on the, on the, on the meta tags, on the title tags, on the image tags, make sure that Google knows when it comes in for a split second to spider and crawl your site, that it knows what every page is about.
0: Yeah, you, so mentioned start with a, that. you just mentioned something interesting. I, I don't know if everyone knows what the heck it means when something's being crawled. And you said meta tags like that when you're doing um, a picture that you put on your website and people just think, I'll put a random whatever name. But you want to be specific with that name and how you tag it, because that will be crawled when it's up on your website. Share a little bit more about what, how that works.
2: Sure. So there, there's an alt tag, uh, image tag, whatever you want to call it, that uh, Google... Uh, can't read what a picture is it doesn't know that this is a car or a waterfall or a pencil it just sees an image and then reads the file name and a lot of times if you haven't designated the file name as the keyword that you're targeting it's just going to be confused and not rank you so be sure that everything is done in a way that google can understand what it is so you at least give yourself a chance to be ranked
0: yeah, and you mentioned some other very important things you want to make the user experience like just imagine you're the customer coming onto to your website. What does it feel like when I go there? One thing I got from, and I didn't do this on my website, but someone had told me one of the things I hate is I go to someone's website, and immediately a video pops up and it's, it starts playing without me having to click on it, but it's loud. And you're like, ah, because, you know, it it kind of shocks you. We weren't expecting that. And then and then you're like, that was really loud. I have my earphones on that hurt. So, you know, she realizes that's something that really bothers me or they put music on that I didn't want to hear. Allow them to to click themselves without you forcing it on them or the pop ups, as you mentioned.
2: That's the majority of us. We're not looking to, you know, it could be that uh, people are in the room. It could be that we're doing something else. Mm -hmm. You, You can't just generally. Uh, we're not interested in hearing the message unless we click play or something like exactly.
0: that. Exactly. And something that came up from my website when I first uh, had my website out there is someone said, "I, you don't really have a good about page or like a way for me to contact you. And I found for a lot of websites, they put just a, a form somewhere on the page. Just fill out this form. Someone will get back to you. But it seems so impersonal because you're like, does someone actually see these forms when I fill it out? Does it go to the internet? Like stratosphere or something like you (laughs) want to see that there's an actual person you can talk to. And sometimes today, a lot of the websites just have this little form and you don't know where it's going. And what's your take on that?
2: Well, it it really depends on the business model. There are for for me, uh, you know, what I prefer to do is if a client, if a prospect or a client is interested in talking to me, they could just go to my website and book a appointment with me. And so we jump on a Zoom call, we go over things, answer questions and things like that. Other businesses that, you know, they they want the client to call on the spot. We have some clients that are in healthcare where you can call right away and set up Mm -hmm. your dental appointment or, you know, your chiropractor or whatever. Um, It just depends. Sometimes they have the POS system uh, hooked up to the website where you can go and see the times that the doctor is available Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, set up an appointment directly. It really depends on you know th- th- uh, what the customer is w- w- what the business model is about
0: yeah yeah and uh but I'll, if anything make it easier for the customer to get in contact w- with you one way or another because that will be that will make them go away if they can't find of out of course yeah 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 of well yeah you know, what does it look like when they call your company uh and my south bay agency and start working with you how does the process work what does it look like
2: well um it's a mixed bag um, we, we have a couple of different uh, things that we do. We have this uh, n- new mentorship program that we launched where literally it's a group of you know it's people that have more time than money, let's say, or they're more interested in uh, understanding about search engine optimization and digital marketing. Mm-hmm. Where we set up about, I would say half an hour a week and we go over uh, you know tasks that they need to do and go over tasks that they did last week. Mm. And, you know, kind of guide them down the journey of search engine optimization for their business. Mm. So that way, and if there's anywhere that they get stuck on, because we have sometimes, uh, let's say we're doing content creation, and they're not a good writer, mm-hmm. and they don't know writers, we have, you know, we know writers, we can, you know, uh, connect them and, and things like that. So they're never getting stuck anywhere. You know, That's if they have right. some, they want to do video, but they don't know how to edit it, we connect them with a, with a video editor, etc., Mm-hmm. So, um, so so we have we have something like that. We have things where we do the entire SEO campaign start to finish, depending on you know what their budget is. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, you want to start slow with SEO. SEO is a long game. And so let's say, for example, you have $10,000 a year to spend. Don't spend it like in two months and then sit back and see what happens. You have to <laughs> do it uh, like it's kind of life. a testing
0: thing, you want to test it out, see if it's working, then, then uh, pivot and, right?
2: Exactly. So yeah. it's a testing thing. It's a moving target. Mm-hmm. And what we have to keep in mind is, you know, it's not 15, 20 years ago where you could spin up a site and Google would rank you pretty, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Now what, we, what happens is you're going after uh, a real estate that's already been taken by somebody else on Google. So you have to jump over them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be in the top three, there's somebody already in the, you know, there are three companies on the top three. So we have to earn that position over time. It just mm-hmm. doesn't happen where you build a website on Monday and on Wednesday you're there. Mm-hmm. It's just not that easy. But what happens is as you're doing your business, as you're doing your social media, you know, doing everything that you're doing, you incorporate SEO into your uh, business plan.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: over time, it generally surpasses your um, entire marketing uh, uh, ROI Mm -hmm. in time it's just not something that happens overnight I always warn people about that because I have always people that come to me Mm -hmm. uh, you know November and they want to do you know marketing for SEO for the Christmas season Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's just it's just not going to work that way don't waste your money you know this is something that like in life you know uh, life rewards consistency whether it's in business, with your friends, with your health, you know, everything has to be done on a consistent basis.
0: That's, that's a really good point, Eric, because I think our culture has become one of instant gratification. I just want to get it there. What, what money can I put out there to just make it happen today? And like you said, a great relationship, you know, business, whatever, health, whatever it might be, great business, it's all going to take consistency and time to keep building it and build a solid foundation so that it can continue to grow.
2: Exactly, because yeah. with, with SEO, what happens is um, when when you search something on Google, you'll notice that the top couple of positions are sponsored, and the bottom couple mm-hmm. of positions on the page is sponsored. But that middle part of the page, ten on a page, uh-huh. is organically placed there. So in a way, Google is checking off and and saying, "Okay, to the user, mm-hmm. this might be a good website for you to check out." It's almost in a way, like it's a soft vouch, vouching for, for that website. Hmm. And so it's not just going to uh, put its reputation on a line um, overnight. So <laughs> it's going to sit back. It's going to uh, you know, give you some ranking.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, one of the things that Google looks at a lot is a tool called Google Analytics. Hmm. If your audience has a website and they don't have that, it's a free tool that you can plug into the back end of your website. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful, it's a wonderful thing for a marketer like, like us, where we can see where the traffic came in from geographically. We can see if it came in from Facebook, Google organic, uh, was it tablet, desktop, mobile? Mm -hmm. If it was mobile, what kind of phone were they using that they came in? Uh, the, uh, the gender, Uh the average age group, all kinds of data that we can, we can look at and see, uh, you know, you were saying about target market. Tools now like you this, you can kind of see, you know, uh, what's your audience looking like.
0: That and is so, so great. I love that because it really narrows down to get really clear on where you need to focus.
2: Precisely. Wow. And if you have a local business, let's say you're in uh, uh, Houston mm-hmm. and uh, you look at your traffic coming in and you look at the geo uh, apparatus and it's saying that the bulk of the traffic is coming into Seattle, then you're doing something wrong. It gives you you know, the other way, you yeah. would be flying blind and saying, oh, I'm getting 500 people visiting my website a day. I don't know why I'm not converting, but I'm getting it, you know, and you would be, it would be a confusing situation. Mm-hmm. And so you want to make sure that you have tools like this, at least mm-hmm. Google Analytics plugged into your uh, website. And mm-hmm. so what, one of the things that Google looks at to, to rank you, one of the main metrics is it looks at um, time on site and average visitor, how many pages did they go to? So for example, let's say today I had a hundred people visit my website and 98 of them stayed for three seconds and left. Mm. That's not a good uh, example for Google. So I'm probably, if that's a consistent situation, I'm not going to get ranked for the keywords that I'm looking for because Mm. Google, let's say, ranked me for a particular keyword that I'm trying to go after. And I got the ranking. Mm -hmm. People clicked from Google, came to my website and 98 of them left out of 100 left within three seconds, Mm -hmm. Google's going to sit back and look at that and say, okay, this website and this keyword are not a good combination. Mm -hmm. So as opposed to I got 100 visitors today from Google and 90 of them stayed over a minute. So Google is going to say, okay, this is a good match with this website. Let me uh, keep this ranking. Maybe I'll move it from number seven to number three. And then let me add some of these other keywords. Let me give this website a couple more. Keywords to rank for. Let me sit back. Let me see what happens there. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Google is watching all of that, and so as as the business owner or the marketer of that website, you should be watching that also. Because if you have people, if you have users that are coming to a particular landing page, which you could see which pages they're coming in from, uh, which pages they're leaving from, Mm -hmm. you can kind of see. And so, if you have a, a page where the bulk of your users are coming down the funnel and then leaving from there. Yeah, you might want to visit that page and see if there's something wrong, if there's a broken link, uh, uh, if there's a, a maybe an error between the shopping cart and, and yeah. the website, like you need to stay as, as the marketer, you need to stay in touch with what's happening with some of these things with your website.
0: Yeah, well, this has been so insightful. I know you've given so much food for thought. Where do people get involved and hook up with your my South Bay agencies so they can get the help they need SEO live? Sure. How can they do that?
2: They could go to my website, This is thisismysouthbay.com. Um, there's two things. You can either go uh, at the top of the page. There's a book now button. They mm-hmm. can book a 15-minute free uh, meeting with me. Mm-hmm. I'll answer any questions that they have on SEO that they're doing, they're thinking of doing, um, any strategies, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or they could go, I think it's a, at the bottom of the page. They can put in their email address and the website that they're working on. Mm-hmm. And we'll send them a free report on which keywords they're ranked for, the average search volume for that keyword and uh, anything to do with that. So both of those are free.
0: Awesome. Well, Eric, it has been great having you here today, sharing with our audience. Thank you for coming to Savvy Broadcasting.
2: Thank you so
1: much.